Welcome to iHeartGeek. And welcome to a special episode of iHeartGeek. I am so excited, not only for what we're talking about today, but for who's on the panel. Oh my God, we have an all-veteran episode, so we've decided today we got to pull out the big guns. We are talking about Top Gun, Maverick. And I'm Dub, and I'm here with AME1, Skeeter Thompson. I'm here with Lance Corporal, Carl! Yes, the Black Geek is back. And uh, what is that? A1C Kaj. Where have you guys been? Oh, my gosh. I like. I feel like we just stepped back a year. I haven't seen you guys in like a year. How's everybody doing? I'm doing good out here. Uh, did you move? Yeah. I did. I, I, I did. We're, we're, we're living life. I haven't been able to be around a bunch of you guys, but I heard Kaj was going to be here, and I never leave my wingman (laughs) even when you're playing shirtless volleyball that's the question that's right (laughs) (laughs) what what about you kaj how you been bud i'm doing good just kind of just kind of pounded the pavement and just trying to pay bills got a puppy now it's a dog still is a puppy just that that has been my life (laughs) that that happens pretty quick okay so i wanted to bring everybody on today that was that was did some did some service because we're going to talk about Top Gun. Now, I, first things first, the first movie I hated because when I was in the Navy, all I could do is see every stinking little thing wrong with Top Gun. Um, what was your guys' experience with the original movie before we go into the glorious ambrosia, which we call Top Gun Maverick? <laughs> Skeeter, what was your experience with the first movie? What's your thoughts on it? Well, uh, I got to see Top Gun, the first one, with uh, a group of naval aviators. Oh, boy. Um, they hate Yeah, that. so uh, destroyed. <laughs> um, literally yeah. destroyed. Uh, the best thing about the movie for me was the soundtrack at that point. Um, and I want to talk about that. Ugh. But that's it for me. Uh, but always one of my favorites um, because of the F-14. Um, being always my favorite aircraft um, ever in the history of ever, but mm-hmm. never Fair got right. to work on it. I did. <laughs> uh, Carl, what was your experience with the original Top Gun? Uh, mine, I guess mine would be a little bit different. I was all of a whopping maybe 10 or 11 yeah. when I saw it. And Babies. <laughs> oh my lord! And but I I I I'll tell you what it probably influenced the course of my life. I remember seeing that movie, being that kid that wanted the jacket and was on his bike at thinking he was racing jets. And I ended up oh, yeah. falling in love with the. Um, I ended up falling in love with the fourteen and the for whatever reason the um, jump jet, the A ten jump jet. I had posters of them just littered all over my wall. And I remember having a, you know, being in a military family and being, you know, knowing that, okay, the Marines is kind of where I wanted to go in my life. And then found out that you could be a pilot in the Marines. You would just be stationed on a Naval uh, carrier. And I, I just, Dude, it just between that and GI Joe, I just knew oh, yeah. that that was gonna be 
where I ended up. So my original experience with their first Top Gun was just amazing. Yeah. Kaj, what about you, bud? I'm right there with Carl. Like I, I loved this movie growing up. Like I probably once at once a week, if not twice a week, I was watching that movie. Just, I love the soundtrack, like Skeeter said, and just the, the aerial, um, the aerial, uh, footage shots and everything that they have, the footage that they got in there and just how intense it was. And, you know, didn't, didn't like Iceman. And then you liked Iceman in the end, kind of, and just back and forth volleyball, (laughs) Volleyball, I'm like, I'm like, all right, sure, but all right. Uh, but for the rest of it, I actually just saw it a couple of days before we went and saw Maverick, and the, the at least the aerial footage still holds up. It does, like, it really does. Like it looks like you, they had a GoPro on the back of the ta- the back of the wing of mm-hmm. the F14, and just watching them do those aerial maneuvers were just was ridiculous. Yeah. Now with with. I originally watched it before I went in the Navy, but, and honestly, that was probably a big reason why I went in. In fact, they, from what I've heard, I don't know if it's true or not, but um, recruitment in the military went up like 60% for the following 10 years after that movie. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the greatest recruiting tool ever. And I think, honestly, I think it's going to happen again with this because it was, it's just, it's very pro military it's, it's the good sides of the military it's the camaraderie it was, it's, it's, it was, it's the good part it was the movie that made 17 year old high school dropouts that went to auto shop believe that they could go be pilots <laughs> dude it was like watching in the army now you and i went to see it in the theater and immediately we're like if paulie shore could do it i, I can do it, it. <laughs> <laughs> So what were you guys expecting when you went in to watch this sequel? Um, I'll start with me because I was concerned because as I say, the years, as I say, I didn't, there's a lot of things I didn't like about the original, but the, the feeling of it still remains. And I was very afraid I was, we were going to not going to get that feeling anymore. And there was going to be, Oh, well, Tom Cruise is going to die at the end or he's going to be a, He's going to suddenly walk off his walker and jump in a plane. It's going to be stupid. That was my expectation going in. So I was pleasantly surprised. What was your thoughts going in or what would you expect going in there, Carl? I actually have very low expectations going in. Um, I'll be really honest. I, I felt that the movie was a decade or two too late in mm-hmm. where, and where it was coming out in, uh, hearing a lot of the behind-the-scenes casting, which I, I think maybe we'll end up going into. Oh, yeah. Uh, jaded me just a little bit. And it, and I'll go into a little bit more when we go into talking about it. But I I, I had low expectations. Not rock bottom like it was going to be the worst thing ever. But I I went in thinking it was going to be a cash cow. Like just a... Oh, yeah. Like, oh, we're, we're going to try to cash in on the name of Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Well, what'd you expect going in? I I'm, I was very trepidatious as well about just like it's been so long and Tom Cruise was kind of involved in it. So I'm like, I this can either go really bad or it could be like amazingly good. And and you know, in hindsight, it's great that if it wasn't for Tom Cruise being so dedicated to the script, to mm-hmm. making sure that this wasn't going to be like a total disaster. 
um, I've, I heard that they, they actually go through all the, all the actors went through training in order to actually pull off the, pull off all the stunts that they were going to be doing in the show. If it wasn't for his dedication and his, like, this needs to be absolutely right or yeah. it's not going to work. It's this, this movie would have never been made ever. Yeah. No, the, the thing that brought up my expectations, Kaj says, have you watched it yet? Have you watched it yet? And I'm like, okay, yeah. I have to see it. And you, I'm you, like, I'm you like, don't usually tell me and look to go see a movie unless it's amazing. So I'm like, enjoy the. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect timing for that to happen. Skeeter, what about you? What was your expectation uh, going in? Literally, I, I took tissue. Uh, that was my expectation. Okay, that that's what you're gonna to to get emotional, and I felt like ultimately um, my reality was <laughs> these were hornets. Uh huh. And those were my babies. I worked yeah. on I worked on hornets my entire career, from the oldest hornets in the navy to the newest hornets in the navy. I had my hands in all of them and yeah. the places that they filmed, I was stationed, um, China Lake, Lemoore, just a lot of my old stomping ground, but as well, it was this thing like I had heard so many interviews and seen so many things. And when Tom Cruise literally said, I have, I, I made the people that were acting in the seat, learn how to film, learn mm. what a camera shot looked like, and made them set their own cameras and film themselves in those back seats to do it properly. Really? I, I thought it was spot on. I have many friends that were uh, that are aviators that did some of the flying. Um, so I heard some things, um, and I, <laughs> I so, actually... yeah. You know, and so I was like, wow, I, I really couldn't wait. Um, and seeing it like two weeks after it was released uh, really did me some good. Yeah. Because uh, I heard the the different sides. Yeah. Now, honestly, and this I don't know if this can sound weird to anybody else, but this was almost uh, a me saying goodbye to the Navy um, film. And I know that sounds really bizarre because i mean i've been out for 30 years but it was it was almost a goodbye and it, and it felt like it felt like a warm hug from the navy like okay we're done i know that sounds really weird but that's really how i felt going out of it which is strange i know so i want to ask you guys this in these movies there's things that are going to fall short what bothered you in this movie um i have three things that really bothered me but we'll get to me in a minute let's start with kaj on this one you really want to start with me first? <laughs> one thing, the one thing that bothered me about this movie was that Ice never admitted he killed Goose. <laughs> and I stand by that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He never, he never even, he never even said, I, I would have, I, me and Skeeter talked about this a little bit, but I'm like, he, he never, he could have said, yeah, I, you know, I always thought it was me. And I would have been like, all right, you're cool. You're, uh, we're good now. But he <laughs> never, never asked, said for blame or anything. It was just, okay, yeah, 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 Mitchell, yeah, yeah, we're good to go now. No, 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 we're not. 
<laughs> that's fair. That's I, I don't agree with it because I think that was a huge inconsistency in the first movie. It's not possible for what happened to happen. But so I, I can't get into this <laughs> argument because it, I mean, in, in, in the fake world, I guess. But yeah, um, <laughs> but it, because there's a big box on top and it's going to crash through the canopy. Anyway, uh, Skeeter, what Ouch. bothered you? <laughs> it hurts. Oh, well, maybe we'll get back to Skeeter in a second. Carl, what about you? Um, I, okay, so I had a couple of things. Um, one of which, and a lot of mine goes along with the fact of thing, things I heard going into the movie. So um, one of the things that the director had stated was his rationale for not um, bringing back some of the old talent as like Kelly McGillis and <laughs> well, Meg Ryan. Kidding, but yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no. I mean, yeah, I'm sure there was He's a better. He's not camera ready anymore, I mean, to be fair. I, and I 100% agree with you. But um, like one of his rationales that he gave, his big rationale was the fact that he didn't want this movie looking backwards. He wanted this movie to be all about looking forward. And in my opinion, this whole movie was hinged on looking backwards, looking at Maverick's career, looking at the impact of Goose's um, untimely demise with Goose, his son, every, you know, Rooster, the whole kitten rule. So hearing hearing that and then seeing the movie made me just kind of go, okay, that's a little off because yeah. um, it, one of my things about the movie is, and, and I know we all really like the movie, really kind of love this movie, but if you, this movie is a sequel, there's no ands, ifs, or buts about it. It's yeah. not a standalone. This movie no. cannot stand alone. And this movie does a good job of filling in. Yeah, what happened from the first movie, but it hinges, which is, I guess, my other big problem. It hinges ridiculously a lot on the fact that you had to have seen the original Top Gun movie. But do you think mm-hmm. anyone on Earth went to see that that did not see the first one? Uh, yeah, and I actually I do, and I and I believe that under the fact of we wouldn't saw it because we're of the generation we are military men we there i believe that our group of generation especially males like i said before between yeah. top gun and gi joe it it we will flock in some way shape or form to most military type movies yeah it's just bred it in us however a lot of millennials may not and a lot of millennials uh and i just base this off my own kids one of my one of my two boys have seen the original Top Gun. They were like, "You made me watch it." I was like, "I'm sure, I probably did at some point or another." So I think every man in the world should have watched the original Top Gun movie. But I can see a lot of people, a lot of younger people, hearing, "Oh, this is really a great movie. Oh, this is doing great in the box office. Let's go to the theater and see it," and not seeing the first one. And yeah. I think it re. I, I, I believe that movies should be made where they can stand on their own. And I understand where sequels have to go in, but this is a sequel, sequel. Everything from, like, his love interest. As soon as I heard her name, oh, yes. I, I was giddy yep. and laughing yep. and had to turn to my wife and be like, 
you know who Penny is, right? But it is there, there is no proof. There's no proof. There's no proof that that is her until you get to the credits, and then and the credits it Glass says her full name. name. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But but so so that that would be like there. I like not bringing back the old cast doesn't bother me in the in the fact of I'm a military man and I didn't serve in as long as I probably should have. How many people do I talk to that I served with? Zero. And but here's the truth, especially with this movie. Just like when you kind of slip back in, if you talk to any of your old buddies in the military, you didn't miss a day. You don't miss no, a day. And you're, and you're absolutely right about mm-hmm. it. But my point is, my point is the fact that as many years has moved on for me and my life has moved on for Maverick. I can see where Maverick may have kept a connection with Iceman. Yeah. But I can see where Maverick doesn't talk to Merlin. Maverick doesn't talk to Cougar. Maverick, you mm. know what I'm saying? There's no rational to have them in the movie. They may they could be retired, off doing whatever. But it was nice seeing Maverick or seeing uh, Merlin yeah. in that part, you know. It but having um Meg Ryan's Carol killed off that so was she's not available on screen. Like having her as a present would have been fine. Having Charlie, Kelly McGillis' character, all not be there as a, like you said, she is not camera ready, but as a person, it, it, as a character, relationships yeah. may or may not last that long. That's true. So it, it's just, there There was a need for, there could have been a use for some, and I have no problems with others not being in that movie, period. Yeah. Like, at it, all. it was a Navy relationship, and let's be honest, there, it, there's a reason it's the highest divorce in the world. <laughs> 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 yeah it just happens you know it's good yeah. okay skeeter what about you what did uh what fell short on your expectations on this well so the fact that uh top gun was in north island bothered me uh that was a huge <laughs> thing um it wasn't f- the fighter town usa that hangar is still at miramar yeah um mm. but you're flying navy hornets um almost every patch in that ready room uh was a lamore squadron um the patch that tom cruise wore the whole time was my last squadron uh as a civilian contractor so like seeing those things and then seeing like top gun at at, at the wrong, at North wrong Island, place yeah. i was i was at top mm-hmm. gun uh for four months um as a maintenance guy um, with my squadron in Fallon. That's where Top Gun resides today, you know? So we would have loved to see some, you know, give some, some nods back to the old Fallon, uh, the good old days, but that was that. The other thing that bothered me a lot, a lot, a lot was they could have come up with some new terms. We got <laughs> unindated with hard deck. Uh, we got unindated with call sign banter. I um, think that that I think the audience needed that because that's where most people's knowledge stopped was the first movie, right? So and then you get to the the bar scene with the the call sign communicate like oh my goodness seriously they don't like do that, what yeah. is happening right now? Um, but overall, I think um, I think they did well. I, I I will tell you the thing that really kind of like settled me in was the opening. 
at the very beginning of the movie, the before yeah. it even started, was Tom Cruise's <laughs> opening piece. Oh, was that in every theater? Okay, so that is in every movie theater. Yeah, I, got that. That, I thought that, yeah. Was, that was very well done. Yeah, um, it was. You know, it was necessary. And then, oh, God, when it started, you know, the... the beat for beat for, like, the first the, one. The, oh, oh, my God. Yeah. But I know Dub's going that way soon. But, yeah, mm. a lot of things I wasn't bothered by. Um, you know, the last thing that really bugged me was the, and Dub and I talked about this a little bit, was uh, the antique nature of the F-14. Um, oh my heart okay I, I worked on those that was ah <laughs> okay so i have a question for you skater i will tell you dude they started up that that power unit and the huffer when they started that huffer up and he said when that gets to 120 push the button and get it going it was so spot on i was like wow this is great it would have sounded there like a harley that, no. spot on that i'll talk about later Okay, so here's my question for you, Skater. One of my things later in life with the movie is in the for in the F14, and keep me honest here, because it's I did legal, so I didn't work on any aircraft, but I've been in one a couple of times. Um, not like just being able to sit in a pit, but they do not label on the trigger missile oh, and gun part. And I know that they did it in the first one, and I remember seeing it in the first one being like, oh my Jesus. Switching the guns. <laughs> but did you notice that they kept the same tags inside the 14 in this one? It was, it was it's great. Probably it's the, the same old, 14. It's the old control stick. <laughs> it's the old, it's the old selector switch. It's not uh I'm I'm sure in an early, 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 early model, um, you know, that that was a you know, I mean, they still had the pickle button for dropping bombs mm -hmm. and doing that, but mm -hmm. I'm certain that at some point, I mean, you can look them up. There may be a version of that in like an alpha model F-14. Okay, so when, in the 90s when I came along in yeah. Saturn to one, no. there shouldn't have been. Okay, so no. it's possible it was there at some point, and I just... Point, it's possible. Okay. Mm. Okay, no, well, I'll, I'll, let me do my issues real quick. They go really quick. Um, when he flies in on his motorcycle and he goes right through the guard gate, that doesn't happen ever, 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 ever. Oh, yeah. Well, absolutely no, not. It doesn't matter if they know you or not. You are stopping. That that was a, a little pet peeve. Um, they blurred out all the numbers on my ship. That was my ship. That was the Nimitz. And they blurred out the numbers. So he didn't see 68 on it. So that kind of that bummed me out. And this one's a small one, but it irritates me. You know, the guy, Bob. He was wearing glasses. There's no such thing as anybody in the air that is wearing glasses. You have to be perfect. Um, and he was wearing them in the cockpit. I I'm never like, even noticed it. Yeah, he was. But did you know who that guy was? I'm not positive he has the same name. Uh, Cougar? Or not Cougar. Um, I forgot who it was in the original movie. Uh, is Bill Pullman? Uh, is that Merlin? Merlin, yeah, it was Merlin. Yeah, Mer yeah. yeah. His, his, yeah, that was um, this guy's last name was Pullman. I think that was his son. Oh, wow, I they made no, oh, okay, Man, they made no effort to make a connection there. For <laughs> Tim, what Tim Robbins was in the first one, it was yeah. Cougar and Merlin. Um, mm -hmm. 
and and uh, I think one of them, I know I, one of them was Tim Robbins. Whoever, it, it, landed, yeah, no, I'm not thinking of Robbins, but yeah, yeah, Tim Robbins was was uh, Merlin. Yeah, I don't remember because I haven't watched that movie in forever in a day. So I'm, I'm really? you didn't you watch should. it. It's fun, correct? I yeah. I, I, I watched part of it, it right before, and, and as soon as he started shooting all those missiles off of the same shot off the same pylon, bothered me a lot. <laughs> it brought back all those old memories. I know it's silly, but it's okay. So I have a question for him. Uh, you and Skeeter both, because the first one seems to bug you guys in that. Do you, when you guys watch these movies, because it, it's the first thing that comes to me when I go into these movies, is I do not expect. Full realism, realism, just because it's, I feel like, it, it, and maybe I'm wrong in this, if they gave it to us the way it really is in real life, how entertaining would it be to most audience goers? I, I can agree, but at the same time, I don't, because this movie was so close in so many ways, it, it's like a love letter to the Navy. It really was. And that is, mm-hmm. that was like me as Skeeter, that was our life our complete life for at least four years of our life. I mean, there was nothing else. We That was our marriage. That was, that's everything. Right, but if they were too spot on, wouldn't it veered too far from the original? It's, the it's, only thing that would have veered off, let me, let me hit this real quick, is the pilots because there's no such thing as that pretty of a pilot. <laughs> I don't know. Phoenix, Phoenix was on. I was like, oh no, yeah, the, all, all those very beautiful people. No, that's not what pilots ever look like. They're usually bald and. They're trilams for sure. <laughs> they're, they're, they're the, they got a lot of hazing when they did their uh, yeah. in their in their fraternities. Go well, ahead, gosh. Carl. Let, let, let me let me let me throw an example for you. So with with Top Gun with them, think of like any any movie you've watched for Las Vegas, and then when they do camera shots, it's completely different wow. interstates, and you're like. Why? Because <laughs> that's what bugs Where did me. You get that street from? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, oh, the, I, I like Showgirls. Showgirls is my. Be- I is, I hate that movie. Oh. I hate that movie just because <laughs> when they're in their conversation, I'm like they're on ninety five, they're on the fifteen. How are they doing this? <laughs> you know, there's a lot more reasons to hate that movie than that, but I'll give that. <laughs> <take. laughs> oh, that's just one. <laughs> I, I did. I did forget one thing that I really, 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 really hated. This is California, ladies and gentlemen. They not one time did he wear a helmet on a motorcycle. Oh, geez, yeah. I said that's little. That one doesn't bother me just because they did it in the first movie, and that's the only reason why I didn't care. What? And if you Tom ever go to Cruise's hair is his helmet. It is. If you it's go perfect. to Oceanside, you can see the, the old Kelly McGilly house. Kelly McGillis house is at the top of the the hill from the little parking lot at Oceanside Pier. You can literally see that old house. We drove by it all the time. It's kind of cool. But no, to answer your question, uh, Carl, the the biggest part for me is there's a lot of things that that they did right, um, but there are a lot of things that they have to kind of muddle uh, to make to make it a movie. Um, you know, I did close to 15 years, um, you know, in all the places, but yeah, there's a lot of things that you watch the movie and I had to watch it unfiltered. So like I went in with no, right. Yeah. Knowing Mm -hmm. what I know about jets and about the F-18 and about pretty much everything in the F-18 there is to know. Yeah. I was like, okay. But I got to say, in this movie, it didn't feel, it didn't hit as hard 
with the mistakes. It, it felt everything felt eh, close enough. Yeah. Well, they, another reason I asked my question like that is like we're we're, we're all con- looking at everyone's homes here for comic book fans, right? Oh yeah. And I have read ten times over the Infinity Gauntlet comic storyline, Infinity War, mm-hmm. Infinity Crusade. I had to shift aside what I knew about what happened in the comic books and the reality yeah. of the comic books when Marvel released their movies because they'll follow the beats for things and they'll try to stay close to it, but they got to make their own flair for entertainment reasons. Yeah. And that's what but I was it, just it wondering. Going into on these. those movies. <laughs> okay, so frustrates you on those two. Uh, let me give you a little ten. Let me let me give you a little ten second for instance. So, when Phoenix gets blasted, okay, and she's got to eject. Okay, mm-hmm. when they had the bird strike. Now, I've never seen a bird go through a jet engine and cause a fire and a flame out. I have seen it blow stuff. it up though, <laughs> but I've seen plenty of bird strikes off of canopies that do some damage. Yeah, can it can it happen? But they test those motors for that. The GEF414 mm-hmm. is pretty amazing. Okay. Mm-hmm. The when she got the engine fires and the firelight came on, that was my area. Like that's what I worked on. Other than ejection seats and canopies and everything like that, I worked on the fire systems. So when that light came on and she flipped the cage and pushed the button to put the fire out, legit. It was spot on. Yep. Mm-hmm. The next one popped up, and she got the second one before she got the first engine lit back up. Had no motor when she became a brick. Yeah, like that's legit. Like I was like, and then the ejection sequence was fully. You can have both. You can have aft initiate, or you can have individual, and it must have been set to individual because the backseater pulled, and then she pulled, and it was. Awesome. Awesome to see. Yeah, and going back to the yeah. goose thing, the canopy shoots out like a mile away before you even see the canopy, the canopy gets shot backwards and disengages. Yeah, there's it's one no in way a that million. It's one in a million, but the canopy goes when it gets blown off, it goes back and off. And shifts, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's a so, quarter so it never, it never goes up. It does not go up this way, it goes yeah. aft and away. Because there's rocket motors. It's on a yeah, it's on a slider. Which again, this is something that that that's why that's that that little stuff bothers me because like, you know, there's a lot of thought and work that goes into every aspect of this. You know, I mean, y'all wearing the military, you know, that is that's a 24 hour, seven day a week. Everybody puts in 100. percent And plus, a 4,800 pounds of thrust and an underseat rocket motor from a from an ejection seat is going to blow them through the canopy. Not into it to where it folds them up. So, and, yeah. <laughs> and now I think it would have been a much bigger mess. <laughs> Let, let's move on a little bit. Okay, we hit on the music a little bit. Um, I had one complaint with the music. I love that they brought back the actual instrumentation. You know, do 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 do. It's I mean just fantastic. Mm-hmm. But they didn't give us Danger Zone. I know K Log wanted to do an updated version, and they said no, and that bugs me because Danger they, Zone. I they mean, did it at the beginning. They didn't. They did at the beginning with. Nope. I thought they did when the jet, when they when the rockets. Yeah, when, it just had yeah, the when, first guitar. When, it did when not they, have Danger Zone. It just doesn't have the vocals. Is that what it is? No, it does. That's not. That's not Danger Zone. That's the. It's just the regular instrumental. The L- listen to it again. To, 
Yeah, if you listen to oh, it again, it's to the, just to the, the intro orchestration, and then yeah. where they launched off the catapult, it's all yeah. and starts. It doesn't. So oh, that was, I know that's a little minor thing, but that song was that was the jam. So they kept everything else. They should have kept that one, but I thought that it was fantastic. I know that um, Lady Gaga was one of the um, composers on this. Mm-hmm. It, it was in her wheelhouse. I mean, she does. She, kind of the DJ feel. She takes what's already been done and kind of just plays with it a little bit. And I have nothing, nothing bad to say about it. I really enjoyed the music and especially in the theater. I wish it would have been louder. Yeah. It, the it, nod, it just, the mm. nod to goose and you know, great balls of fire. Oh yes. That. Mm-hmm. Very, very well done. I, I really like that. Okay. And I'm not going to lie. They didn't have to take my breath away. <laughs> <laughs> No, or anything that that. resides in that song. (laughs) (laughs) Then you have to bring back Hill. It's it's like open your mouth wider. (laughs) (laughs) They they didn't have a. They didn't have our um, playing with the boys um, scene. (laughs) Mm. I do want to hit that for a second. As much as the volleyball scene gets more crap in from the original movie, I am glad they did a version of that in this new movie and it didn't feel forced and it didn't feel quite as cheese ball as it did the first movie if that makes sense i don't was that like a hindrance or that would have bothered me if it wouldn't have been in there i i love when i i still love when 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 mav walked away and they talked crap to him as he walked away just like they did in the original which is perfect yep yep mm-hmm um, I I liked it. Well, I didn't even from the original one. I didn't realize that them playing volleyball per se was like a team building experience. Yeah. But, but they explained that in Maverick, and I'm like, okay, well, that's why they. It, it kind of now now I get it. I I understand it better, and it was it was just you know nice watching play. I guess. Oh, cause you nailed it. I was just gonna say the same thing is. We give crap to the first movie for that scene, and then this movie gave us an answer to why that scene was necessary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now I feel like we talked. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry to be taking. Oh, um, uh, the other thing that I liked, since since we're kind of like comparing shot for shot from old to new film, I liked the fact that how Maverick, like like he had to he had to buy everybody around. He was basically Charlie in this movie at the beginning because they were giving him crap. And he's like, all right, here's your new Top Gun instructor. He's going to get you through this. And he just walks in. You just see, uh, what's his face? Um, Hangman. Just Hang on. Because <laughs> he threw him out. I was, I'm like, yeah, that's great. I love that. That was a nice little nod. Yeah. yeah and I felt like they were trying to make Hangman into Iceman. And it didn't Definitely. work. Because Iceman mm-hmm. was so cool because he would never leave his, his wingman. I mean, this, this was his very character. And this guy, he was so unlikable, even at the end when they're, hey, I'll save your butt or whatever. Um, I, he's not likable. He doesn't have the same thing as Iceman because his character was wrong. I don't know. I, I, mm-hmm. I have to admit, um, at the end, I, I spent, it was predictable. I just felt like it took it forever. I was waiting forever at the end for Hangman to show up and save the day. Like, I was like, Oh, where's Hangman? Where's Hangman? Where's Hangman? I I knew he was going to be the one that comes in and does something at the end because it redeemed his little arc of the movie. Uh, Because he's always hanging. Yeah. 
So I don't, I liked him. No, I, I didn't dislike him, but I think that they tried too hard to make him into the Iceman character with, with changing too much of the character. If that makes sense. I know that's kind of weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, okay. it, he had to have, you have to have someone against someone. Um, yeah. Can I ask this one though, for everybody on the panel, because I read this synopsis later and I was like, I thought so, but wasn't sure about it. Did you guys get Phoenix as a love interest for rooster out of this movie? No, no. If you go and read this, her synopsis um, that's in the treatment for the movie, she is considered his love interest. I didn't I'm think so, so either. They took I was like, that's yeah, I was like, seems to me like they were just good yeah, friends that just knew each other. There were yeah. some looks. There were some shared stares. Stare, but, yeah, but in the military, there's always learning. Like, it's everybody. always is. Yes. Yeah. There always right. is that kind of. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just wondering if anyone else thought that. It could have been. No, I'm glad they didn't go that direction because I I think that would have been too confusing. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that. I I didn't even hear that. And now that I'm like thinking back, I'm like, no, there, it wasn't there at all. Now they, they did have our Chekhov's gun moment that they didn't um, deliver on. Everyone's familiar with Chekhov's gun. If you introduce the gun in the second, it's or the in the second act, it's got to be used in the third, right? So mm-hmm. when Maverick's explaining the whole thing, he goes, "Well, one person can't make it out alive." The the, the team's not. So, so I don't know if you guys remember that. It was very specific. Mm-hmm. You know, someone's yeah. going to die yeah. on this, and then they didn't give us that at the end. And I felt like I, as much as I'm glad they gave us a happy ending. At the other hand. I kind of wanted to go out. But isn't that the but wasn't that the whole point of Maverick's thing was I can get everybody out of this a lot. Yeah, he could get everybody one else person, out except one for one person him. didn't make it out. One person Ooh. didn't if you think about it, it was the person that got Maverick into it. Oh, okay. Iceman. Okay. Uh, I mean, if, if, if we want to go that direction. I mean, that's really that's 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 stretching. That's stre- I was like, that is out there. <laughs> but, but I I think I think it kind of put into everybody's mind like it's gonna be Maverick. Like Maverick's gonna gonna put himself out there, which is what he did, mm-hmm. you know. And he got shot down, and then boom, we see him in the snow, and then you know, which was I that started. That's when the movie for me started to kind of really run wild. With itself, when that big old helicopter come rolling, yep. I was like, "What is that? And is then, that Airwolf?" <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, they, wow. they could have ended it before that and just let them all land on the carrier and everybody high five each other, and they could, they could have that could have been it. But they gave us that little extra nugget of like, red, "Oh no, Red Dawn." We're doing that was definitely now. the Red right. Dawn. Moment. Did Tom or, Cruise actually pull that or, one out of Red Dawn? Black Hawk Down. Could be. Now I could have heard him say Wolverines, but I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Now Val Kilmer, is it just me or does he look like a um out of the closet 90-year-old retired theater teacher right at this point? (laughs) Dying of throat cancer. Yeah, and and I don't want to make fun, but this really uh, seems like okay. I'm like, I have that teacher, you know. 
So, okay, so I don't know if you guys heard, like one of the other things that I, again, not sure where it was once you watched the movie, this is kind of how I felt with it, was I think it's his daughter stated that Val Kilmer had to beg to be in the movie. That's garbage. He wasn't part of the original treatment to be in the movie. Uh, with that, and then if you watch the movie, it his scene seems forced. Very forced. Um, and that that was too bad. Like I think I could have I think I could have gone the entire movie with all the communication being that way, and then maybe instead of killing him off at the end when you know Maverick makes it back to the cruiser, instead of having John Hamm's character sitting there giving them the good eye, if it would have been like, you know, Iceman was there on the carrier and was like, Good job. That would, yeah. be, that would be a much more satisfying ending, I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, his so son was his voice, right? Um. Was so yeah, his son his voice when he talked does that does his voice for that one for that one part there, and it's a good. I thought it was a really funny part. It just mm-hmm. it just seemed like I said the the cinematography of it seemed forced to me. Because up until the part where he gets up and hugs him, it almost seems like maybe there's an extra in the room and they're not filming it together. At least that's how it looked to me when I was watching it. Yeah, do they um, get along? I mean, it, it, it's just, yeah. I mean, and then when they get up and everything happens, you're like, okay, they're, yeah. Some of the scene was clearly shot off. And then some of the scene, which could have been just data Val's help. So I'm glad they found a way to squeeze him in there, but it did feel. To me, like he was squeezed in. No, I, 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 until right this moment, I didn't know that was a real thing. I, wow. I'm excited to see what Val. more they do with Val Kilmer now because um, I know his son did the voice for this one, and then they have put together some electronics and they have pulled his voice from other roles and movies he's done to create his voice. So um, they said he's going to be part of the Willow show that's going to be on I'm Disney Plus. How that's going to go. They said it's going to be a big part and that he, there will be voice with it. So I'm really interested to see how it works out for him. I'm glad I'm glad to see okay. that the throat cancer is not stopping them. I know it slowed that down. That is awesome. Glad it didn't stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. okay. So let's let, okay. let's 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 move on to a higher note. Um, we've, we've rambled for a while. So let's give our grades for Top Gun Maverick. Um, Skeeter, let's start with you. What's your, what, what grade do you give Top Gun? So, um, I I really enjoyed the the education portion when they were doing their training. Um, you know, flying against each other, see who was going to be, you know, the team and who was going to do that. Um, you know, flying between the jets head-to-head flying between the jets like i thought that was super cool understanding it's all cg but um i really really enjoyed this movie i think tom cruise did a great job um i really didn't find anything negative about it the aviation was on was spot on everything they did uh and it was for me just like it was for dub and i didn't think of it like this but it was that warm hug goodbye um, for me uh, I'm an aviation. I'm a I'm a flying navy guy till I die. Um, but 
this movie was amazing. I loved every minute of it. Um, and uh, I'm definitely at that A. Outstanding. A solid 4.0 for me. Taj, where are you, where, what do you grade this at? I mean, if, 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 the, if the aviation specialist is giving it an A, I'm giving it an A++. Like, it was incredible. Just the, if anything, if, I mean, with the dialogue and whatnot, you're going to, you're going to the movie for the, for the jet scenes. So, like, you're going in there for the dog fighting. And uh, the CGI, with, I, I saw that whole thing with uh, the cameras that they had in the, in the cockpits and whatnot. It just, it looked incredible. Like, just the, 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 the Beggar's Canyon <laughs> run and then going up to the, to the mountains and then hit the targets and just, it's, it was incredible. Like, I, I loved every single minute of the movie. Outstanding. Carl, what do you put this one at? Um, I, I, I'm looking at, I walked in on just an entertainment, of, you know, unfortunately or fortunately, I never flew jets or been around them enough to know enough about them. Um, from an entertainment perspective, I give it an A. I think that for a sequel that was done 30 years later, um, they stuck and hit their landing mark. And it's rare that you get a revisit back to something that makes you want to go back to the original movie. Yeah. And where I said earlier, this movie relied the fact that you had to have seen the original. I believe that it's strong enough that it will make anyone that hadn't seen the original go and watch the original. Yeah. And that, that makes a good movie. Very good. Okay. So um, on a purely emotional level, this movie didn't make you think about anything. It didn't make you introspective. It didn't make you think of the, the way the world is. It didn't make you think of anything except for being in that moment. We need more movies like this. It was raw emotion, and when you walked out, you felt better than when you walked in. That is a fantastic movie, and I'm going to do something I've never done on this show. This is an A+. I've Ooh. never, ever, ever, ever given anything on this show that that's the emotional. I mean, and, you know, I can say a million bad things about Tom Cruise and just things but on an emotional level, I've never felt so good walking out of a movie. I felt like I walked out of Rocky Three. I mean, being a little kid when I walked out of Rocky Three, that's how I felt walking out of this movie. So, I mean, that's I, I can't give any more of a glowing recommendation than that. And on Rotten Tomatoes, it's one of the first times you've ever seen. It's like a 98% positive critics, 98% positive for, for regular people. That never, that's, I think that's happened like once or twice ever. Mm -hmm. So... This movie, I think, is something truly, truly special. Um, nostalgia aside, I think this movie is something that you need to share with your family and your friends, your kids. Um, yeah. So that was a show. And uh, check out the website, www.iheartgeekshow.com. You can we pay an extra for it. Yeah, that, that intro has not changed at all. Um, go to the Facebook. Go to the Twitter. Go to Smoke Signals. Go to Instagram. We're everywhere. Um, and until next time. Uh, I'm Dub. I'm here with Kaj. We're here with Skeeter. We're here with Carl. Keep on geeking on, guys. We'll see you again soon. And that was... You know why this show was so good? Because you're on it? Because we're inverted. Oh! <laughs>
make sure you visit our website at www.iheartgeekshow.com. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you check us out on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And keep on geeking on to all of you geek rock stars.